Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, you know, speaking of Trader Joe's and having sex at Trader Joe's. See, I've wondered now. <laughs> <laughs> Is this just Trader Joe's? No. Like, what What about that formula specifically in the business model is causing this? Or is it more widespread than we realize? No, because this is this is the thing apparently like on Trader Joe's. A couple things, though, that came up in this article. Trader Joe's is smaller mm-hmm. than a lot of other outlets. So like people who work in an Albertsons, some other larger grocery chain. It was just like, look, it, the store was so huge. Like, I hung out with the people in grocery and hardly ever saw anyone else. Trader Joe's, generally speaking, is much smaller. Everyone knows each other. Everyone is doing, like, mix of stuff. Um, And then Trader Joe's specifically hires people who they gauge to be very friendly to other people. Ah. Yeah. I see. Yeah. So when the friendliness happens to other friendly people, then the friendliness increases Mm -hmm. exponentially. Workplace sex ensues. Hummus sex. (laughs) Everything bagel sex. Everything bagel. Everything but the bagel. Um but yeah, good segue into Gene Runberry Star Trek. He loved a good little I think so. Dirty workplace sex. Yes, welcome to Star Trek Stories, everyone. Um I am your host, Jaron Hatch, and I'm joined here by my good friend and co-host, Aaron Cole. Hello, Aaron. Hello, good friend, Jaron. <laughs> Hello. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, we've been having ourselves a day just hanging out, chilling out. We've, we've had a lot of sustenance and snack food, and my goodness, I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm all stuffed and euphoric. and Yeah, happy. Yeah. We've been watching um, retrospective on Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Because why not? Yeah. When you're talking about Star Trek, yeah. no. natural. Uh, natural. It's right. Um, I guess speaking of Indiana Jones, though, um, last week we watched Jaws. Steven Spielberg. That's that's, that's the link between them both. <laughs> Um, yes, we had our um, Nerd Movies 3 episode last week. Um, we watched a bit of Jaws. Just a little taste of Jaws? A little taste of Jaws. Um, if you haven't checked that one out yet, I would definitely recommend you should go back and check it out. Every time we do one of these Nerd Movies, we have we have a blast. Mm-hmm. Um, the hosts or the guests. Yeah. Good fun time with Jaws. So, Especially if you haven't seen it. Now's the time. Now's the time. Or if you're a hardcore fan, haven't seen it in a while, go back. Have, some, have some Jaws. Um, you know, I have to ask. I have to ask Aaron. Hmm. Um, Steven Spielberg. Now that we've watched a Steven Spielberg film, off the top of your head, do you have a favorite Steven Spielberg movie? Oh. Empire of the Sun, I know. is a, That is him. That's one of my favorite movies. Wow, Empire of the Sun. I would not have guessed that. Another movie that's not aging well, like Temple of Doom. <laughs> you know, last when when Andrew and I watched it in our Spielbergathon, we were both struck. It's like this is a really good movie. Mm-hmm. It's just no one ever talks about it. I remember watching that in history class. I'm like, wow, it's such an interesting perspective of of that time in history mm. from that little kid. You know, 
Christian Bale. Yeah. Little baby Christian Bale. Wild. Still brings it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's up there. Empire of the Sun. Yeah. Kind of a left field choice, but I like it. It's a great movie. What is it for you? Did you say? You were, um, what's up there is your favorite. If I'm picking one, it's going to be E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Not a bad choice. Um, I love that movie. It's also my favorite John Williams score. I just, that to me, I, I have this thing about, this is a meta quality. This is a totally subjective thing. I have, I have a thing for synthesis hmm. when all the parts come together. It doesn't even necessarily need to be the most objective best thing ever, though it's, it's even hard to say what is the most objective thing ever. Um, but for Spielberg as a storyteller, he's telling a very personal story. Even though it's about this kid finding an alien, the story is really about this kid who, you know, his parents have divorced. He kind of finds an imaginary friend in the terms of an alien. It, it is, it, it's the story of what if your imagination ended up, your imagine, what if your imaginary friend ended up being real? Mm-hmm. You know, but there's, there's something real behind it all. It, you know, it's not just a fun, charming little film. Like there's something really real behind it. And I ball like a baby every time I watch it. By the end, I'm just like, <laughs> it really gets me. Um, and because it's such a fun movie, like it's the it's it's such for me a, a a wonderful, perfect blend of having fun of the movies and getting at something real and deep. And then like everything from the acting, Spielberg as a storyteller, John Williams score. It's just like. I'm just checking off the boxes. I'm like, yes, <laughs> well done, everyone. Mm-hmm. If I had a second place, it probably would actually be Raiders of the Lost Ark. I love that movie. It's, an, it's, it's, it's another kind of synthesis. We're going to do the ultimate 1930s adventure man serial movie. I'm like, I can't imagine this ever. It's one of those things. I'm like, this is way better than it has any right to be because it is essentially just a B movie. Yeah. But but done with like the best filmmakers, <laughs> it still is very much just a B movie. Just guy has to get thing from Nazis and punch him. <laughs> but it's so well done. I love it. Those are those would be my favorite uh, two. Jaws would be up there for me as well. I I do really like Jaws. Nice. But I think those would be my two favorite. Um. Yeah, um, it'll be interesting if we cover any more Spielberg for ne- uh, for nerd movies. He's very prolific, so it's very possible he might pop up again. Yeah, he's he's had some iconic films for sure. Um, but for the time being, we're heading back into Star Trek. Here we go again. Praise be. Here we go again. <laughs> um, wow, more Star Trek on Star Trek stories. What's that about? Man, why, why? What are you doing? What are you talking about Star Trek? (laughs) Owen Wilson, everyone, on the show with us today. They haven't called me to be on the new shows. It's wild. I keep telling them I'd be a great captain. Oh, my God. Imagine me in the captain's chair. It'd be great. It'd be terrific. I was trying Uh, to play Mr. Spock. Wow. I always wanted to dye my hair, try something else, you know? They won't let me do it. <laughs> yeah, just instead of those like Spock raising an eyebrow saying fascinating. 
Owen Wilson cocks his nose and says, wow. <laughs> he says, wow. And they go to war. <laughs> I, I, call me crazy. I don't think it's as good, but you know. Gosh, you know, it's, I think it's better than Discovery, this concept we're coming up with right now. Ooh. Well, I don't know if that what, what that's an indictment against, but it's an indictment against something. Oh, gosh. It's Owen Wilson or Discovery. You be the judge, folks. Wow. Is that... Is that are we supposed to go to warp? Yeah. Go. Yeah, yeah we're five. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Um, hey, I'd watch it. I'd give it a try. I'd watch it. Yeah. He was great in uh, Loki. Oh yeah, he is in that, isn't he? He's Morbius. Yeah, like head of temporal investigations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did great. He's funny. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, Orner Wilson still has yet to make his appearance in Star Trek, but give it time. One day. Give it time. Hey, that guy. Yeah. That, hey, it's that guy. <laughs> um, yeah. For those of you who are new to the podcast. Um, on Star Trek stories, we kind of watch chunks of episodes and that usually have some kind of theme to them. Um, currently, we're de- we are dedicated to watching um, through 100 episodes that covers the entire Star Trek franchise. So we're kind of getting like, here's kind of from start to finish how it all kind of goes. It's an imperfect snapshot. Th- there is no perfect snapshot of this. This is this is a, this is a very imperfect snapshot. Mm-hmm. Cut it a whole bunch of different ways. Yeah, um, um, yeah, and we're calling this 100's episode list "Venturing Through the Universe." We are venturing through the Star Trek universe all together, um, hand in hand, kumbaya. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, in our last selection of episodes, we took a look at the TNG Renaissance. Um, this was the real sparking of what would become the golden age of Star Trek. And that's kind of what we're watching through right now. Golden age Trek, that wonderful giant middle era of the franchise spanning from 1987 to 2002 covers hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of episodes. Yeah. Even if we just, if we just, if we did a whole pack, I just holding hands for Kumbaya. Kumbaya, my lord, kumbaya, kumbaya, my lord, kumbaya. Um, yeah, so we're moving on to, this is going to be part four um, of our 100 episode list. Yeah. Part four. Um, for this next episode, selection of episodes... Um, we're going to be continuing our journey into golden age track. Um, this is the period of time when star Trek is mainstream. Um, like we've seen the Renaissance and by the end of it with best of both worlds, suddenly everyone was tuning in. So yeah, this is when like, um, yeah, star Trek went mainstream uh, must see TV. Um, for this next list of or this for the for this next selection of episodes, we are going to be watching the TNG glory years. The glory years. The glory years. That's what we're calling this. Mm-hmm. We had the Renaissance, then we get the glory years. These are the this is, this is they have arrived. The Renaissance has passed, and now they are just like 
Blue skies smiling at me. Can do no wrong. Well, they can't, but they still do. Don't worry, folks. They still do wrong. This is these are the glory years. This Winning is, seasons. Um. Yeah. So, like the last two years of the show, we see the producers and the writers. You know, they've really honed in on what TNG is, and now they're in a place where they've like they've found success. Um. They're really comfortable with what the show is. Um, we should also point out that creator Gene Roddenberry was barely involved at this point. <laughs> um, Finally got him to retirement. Well, yes. And so his health at this point has crumbled. Yeah. Um, and... The, his only interaction at this point was that every, he would still offer notes from time to time and they would kind of consult him, but he was he was not all very involved at this point. He was barely hanging together at this point. Um, and it was it's actually during this point in the franchise when Gene Roddenberry passes away. Mm. Um, so this is going to be f- some of this is going to be some of the first Roddenberry-less Star Trek. We see on the show, like he's not involved at all anymore. Um, um, yeah, um, definitely, a, a kind of actually a big moment in the show, even though like it doesn't mark a big change in the show because he was already more or less not involved anymore. But it's like Star Trek definitely becomes a, a new thing once Roddenberry leaves. Yeah, it's the curse of the creator. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, for better or worse. Um, I know for some people, they only count Roddenberry Trek as genuine Star Trek. Like everything from the OG show up up and through the point where he contributed to Next Generation and everything after that. It's like, nope. Not for me. Not for me. Wow. Um, You're missing I, out on some stuff. I think that's when you get maybe, well, I don't know, maybe the first. I was about to say, like, I think this is maybe when you get one of the first kind of like segmented fan groups, but actually some people just never tuned into next generation because they're like Star Trek is Kirk and Spock period. So that's actually the first segmented fan group. Uh, This is, so this is probably second there. There are the Roddenberry purists who'd say like, it's everything he did and then forget it. Um, So this idea that like, people don't like star trek now or fans are hating it now i'm like this is not new to the franchise this is <laughs> we have had star trek fans who've hated star trek for a long time for a long time, oh, long time. <laughs> um yeah so at this point it's producer rick berman and head writer michael and michael pillar they're basically the two who are solidly in charge at this point and in command of the show. This it's it's their show now. Um and the show has a good run for a few seasons where it was just like boom 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 boom. Um yeah, the show sees a huge spike in popularity at this time. This is when you started seeing like the action figures, yeah, and like the toys popping up in toy stores. Um this is also the time when the original Star Trek crew was having their one last big movie on the big screen. Um, this is when they were celebrating the 25th anniversary of the franchise. Um, 
TNG at this point, yeah, is a rating smash. Like this, like Star Trek was like having its long-awaited heyday. Yeah, like right here, suddenly it was just everywhere. Kaboom! Yeah, um, and this show is 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 a big part of what why. And I was just a little boy, mm-hmm. just playing with those toys. Yeah, we we would have been very young little lads at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah, someone argued that this period of time is the golden age. Like, this is when Star Trek is at its yeah I its would, highest point. I would agree. I would say the golden age kind of starts at the end of our Renaissance chapter and then into this. Maybe about where... Maybe maybe even into Enterprise a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's the the falling action of the Golden Age. Oh, it certainly is. And mm-hmm. we, and we, <laughs> that whole last that whole that whole section is called literally the waning Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there, folks. It's, we still got Deep Space Nine and Voyager to get to before that. When watching Star Trek. You have the waxing enterprise, and then and you the have full w- enterprise, and, and then you have the waning, waning enterprise, <laughs> and then new enterprise. <laughs> enterprise cycles. That's, that's, that's actually pretty true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> What's that meme? We just we discovered Star Trek astrology. <laughs> um, but, but specifically this period of Next Generation, there are fans who would say, this is the peak what we're about to watch it's like so that'll be kind of interesting it's like is this the peak of the golden age because mm. some fans definitely say so but you know there are some fans who would look back at what we just watched in the TNG renaissance i'm like that was the peak everyone has a that was the peak <laughs> that was the peak <laughs> that was it yeah some people look at that that literally that borg two-parter and like that is literally the peak of star trek um so yeah, it'll be interesting to see what we think, um, if that's accurate or not. Um, this is going to be a 15 episode list. This is going to be our longest chunk we've done so far. Um, we've done a couple of tens, and this is going to be a 15 episode chunk. Time and a half. Yeah. Um, and this is going to comprise episodes from the fourth fifth and sixth seasons of Star Trek The Next Generation. Um, and th- again, this is going to be really fun. Um, like with every chunk of episodes, they're not all going to be masterpieces. <laughs> um, every episode, every era of the show has its clunkers. Um, they're almost unavoidable in a show like this. I don't think you can ever get away from, even if you were the best Star Trek show ever. It's like you're gonna have bad, you're gonna have bad ones. Yeah, I don't think you can get away from them. Um, at this point, though, most episodes we're gonna be watching are basically gonna be in the solid to great range. Well, that's fun. Yeah, um, we're gonna get spoiled. Yeah, we are gonna get uh, spoiled. Even like the kind of like, yeah, that was fine. But it's still like a real, like, that was still really good, though. Still a banger. Still a banger. Relative to other Star Treks. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, this is going to be fun. I think for us, it's going to be just 
a few solid weeks of really solid Star Trek. Um, and I think that's going to be really fun. We can just kind of sit back, relax and, relax, and watch a lot of good Star Trek with peeps. Hang out with the bros. Yeah. Like we do. Um, yeah, speaking of hanging out with the bros, so next week we're going to be really jumping into it. Um, we are going to be starting with an episode early in t- um, Next Generation's fourth season. We are going to be watching Brothers. Aw. Oh, Amy and Jimmy. <laughs> Go away. What was that from um, Tropic Thunder? When I get you back to the States, I'm going to teach you how to juggle. <laughs> <laughs> You're my brother. Oh, God. Um, yeah, not Tropic Thunder. We're going to be watching Brothers Okay. next okay. week. You're my brother. You're my brother. <laughs> and we're going to be getting our good friend and brother, Mark Nielsen, on yes. back on the show to talk about Brothers um, with us. This is going to be a good one to kick it off. I think it's going to be a very like emblematic episode of this era of mm. the show. It's like, yeah. Solid. Speaks to the themes of the show. Like, hell yeah, let's do it. A little bit of good trick. Um, and I always love when Mark is on the show with us. I think we always have a good time with Mark. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so next time, the beginning of the TNG glory years. Mark Nielsen coming on to talk about brothers. And then... 14 more weeks after that of just solid Star Trek content. Glory years. Just settle in for a good time. Get a blanket. Cuddle up. Mm. Find a pet. Yeah. Take care of a life. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for watching, everyone. Um, Help control the pet population. Have your pet spayed or neutered. (laughs) (laughs) If you got a pandemic puppy, you're in it for the long haul, you fucker. You idiot. Don't give that shit away. No. No. Be a good pet owner, please. God damn, we just cannot stay on Star Trek. No. For a minute. No, that's Maybe okay. Just... That that's why we do these episodes, just to have fun. <laughs> oh. So speaking of Star Trek, yeah. the Humane Society has a lot of stray pets. Yeah. Cats and dogs. Yeah, I could use your help. Or you know, maybe you can go where no one has gone before and become a r- responsible pet owner. Hey, <laughs> I'm joking, of course. There, are, there, are, there are a good ten of you out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, please, guys. There are so many animals that need homes. <laughs> maybe may, if all ten of you listening got two pets, that's like. 20 pets. 20, <laughs> 20 happier lives. <laughs> That's going to go really well towards your karma score yeah. in future lives. Maybe even this one. They are tracking. They are keeping score. Mm-hmm. They just got that um, bean counter, divine bean counter. <laughs> oh, wow. Rescue. Yeah. Oh, that's five points. 35. Oof. Is that good? No, it's not good. <laughs> Could have been better. You got a score of 35 and you're here for 80 years. 
That's not good. That's not good. It's one point per year. <laughs> it's less than a point per year. That's one, <laughs> one point per year. It's <laughs> 0.3333336 points per year. That's one point per year in your prime. And oh. then you had... A lot, of, a lot of off years. 50 years of bullshit. <laughs> you hit 42 and you have not ticked up since. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, all right. Well, tune in next week. Um, hopefully, karma decides we are worthy to keep going and we're still here to record this. Yeah. I'm sure it eventually will end up at my place for one of these with the dogs. Oh, you know, yeah. Sitting there recording, watching Star Trek with the dogs. With the puppies. Yeah, Very we should do that. Puppers. Pupper episode. A pupper episode. Well, maybe when we bring cats on, I'll come over and... and bring the doggos. Yeah, we'll have the dogs. Okay. We'll have a good old time. Gobayashi and Dabo! Yeah. Not nerdy names at all. Not at all. <laughs> For those of you on the show that are listening that don't know, no. my dog's names are Kobayashi Maru and Dabo. Dabo! Double. That's Double. Why we say that at night to get him to jump up on the bed and we just go Dabo! Dabo! and he leaps up onto the bed Ooh. and it's so cute yeah, yeah. and Koba Koba Kobayashi Maru the unwinnable scenario the unwin scenario <laughs> <laughs> oh, cute little puppies they love me when I come over always oh, their sweethearts oh 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 I'm being leg humped wow they really like me oh. Double has come down a little bit on, oh, the, on the humping he's, he's much better oh yeah all right well maybe uh, dogs in the future um but until then mark nelson yeah. <laughs> as a uh second place <laughs> to the puppies <laughs> we couldn't get the dogs but we got mark everyone next best thing oh i'll take mark yeah i'll take mark yeah Eight. um tng glory years brothers and mark coming up next on star trek story stay tuned everyone Thanks for listening. If you'd like to share us your own Star Trek story, you can email us at storiedstartrek at gmail.com, or you can visit our Discord server. You can find us by clicking on the link in the show description.